Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans. I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is entitled The Power and Relevance of Psalm 22. Most Christians and even casual readers of the Bible are familiar with the 23rd Psalm. It is a profound source of support when one is going through trials and tribulations. Children are often taught to memorize this psalm and carry it in their hearts for the entirety of their lives. Tonight, however, we're going to explore the 22nd Psalm. Its treasures are immense and its encouragement insurmountable. Realizing the significance of Psalm 22 should help anyone believe in the infallible truth that the Bible is from God, that its accuracy is indisputable, and that it is our roadmap to heaven. In addition, we gain a deeper appreciation and understanding of the pain and the suffering that our Lord and our Savior endured to bring us salvation. The 22nd Psalm, which is also the fifth Messianic Psalm, is often called the Psalm of the Cross. It is one of the most quoted in the New Testament, and it clearly and precisely describes Christ's suffering on the cross when he hung, bled, and died for your sins and mine. Often we see pictures of Christ hanging on the cross with a few little trickles of blood running down his forehead. And while this picture somewhat depicts an aspect of his suffering, his experience was so much more than that. Let us first remember that Psalm 22 is prophetic. Because it prophesies about Christ's suffering on the cross, it is easy to forget that it was written about David and David's own life. This psalm should help anyone understand the nature of prophecy and the accuracy of the Bible. The psalm was written in the Old Testament by King David, but it was fulfilled in the New Testament by Christ. In Matthew 5:17, Jesus stated that he came to fulfill all scripture. 17 verse says, "Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets; I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill." Psalm 22 is a clear and perfect example of how Christ fulfilled the scripture with himself. The opening words of Psalm 22 are, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's Psalm 22 and 1. Christ quoted these very words in Mark 15 and 34 as he was dying on the cross. 34th verse And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? To understand the agony that these words represent, we must realize that before this experience, there had never been a time when Christ was spiritually separated from his heavenly Father. As Christ bore our sins and endured God's judgment, his father withdrew his holy presence from him. 
Jesus's relationship with his father had always been that of acceptance and approval, so this was unbearable. At Jesus's baptism, according to Matthew 3:16 and 17, this is what occurred. Verse 16. And Jesus when he was baptized went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. 17th verse, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. In Luke 9 and 35, God spoke to the disciples and said, This is my beloved Son, hear him. Jesus, the Word of God, was with God from the beginning. John 1, 1 and 2 say, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Therefore, the spiritual separation of Jesus from his Father was the most excruciating aspect of his entire experience of dying on that cross. It was far more painful than the scourging of the other abuse that he endured. Jesus had not cried out in pain before this time, but it was unbearable for Christ when his father withdrew his holy presence. Psalm 22, 6-21 was fulfilled in Christ's first advent or coming. Psalms 22 and 22-31 through 31 will be fulfilled in his second coming. David described his physical, mental, and emotional suffering and torment in verses 12 through 21. We're given a similar picture of the suffering and death of our Lord and Savior in the Gospels. David, verses 12 and 13, said his enemies surrounded, taunted, and abused his body. In John 19, 1 through 3, the Gospel presents this account of Jesus' experience. Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. And the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him with their hands. David, verse 15, describes his throat as being parched as he cries out in thirst. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. And my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. In John nineteen twenty eight through 29, Jesus continued to fulfill scripture when he said that he was thirsty. Verse 28 says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. And there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. David said that his enemies cast lots for his garment and sung 22 and 18. He said, they part my garment among them and cast lots upon my vesture. This messianic prophecy was fulfilled in John nineteen twenty-three to 24. The scriptures read thus, Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. They said, Therefore among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lots for it. 
whose it shall be that the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, they parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. In Psalm 22, 19 through 21, David committed himself to the only one in existence who holds power to deliver him. Let's read those scriptures. But be not thou far from me, O Lord, O my strength. Haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorn. In Luke 23, 46, we see the surrender of Jesus to the will of his heavenly father. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. The remainder of Psalm 22 presents the rescue, vindication, and glorification of King David. We can rest assured that our King Jesus took assurance from this psalm as he bowed to the will of his heavenly Father. He knew that he would be rescued, vindicated, and glorified. Let us pray. Father, we give glory to our King of kings and Lord of lords. We give glory to you, our Heavenly Father, who makes all things right. And we give glory to the accuracy and clarity of our Holy Bible, which is the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. Psalm 19, 105. The sources of this presentation from Psalm 22 or Journey Through Psalms by Mike Rayner, Life in the Spirit Study Bible, and the Thompson Chain Reference Bible, as well as Dake's Annotated Reference Bible. I encourage all of my listeners to go back and read Psalm 22 and feel and see and know and understand the prophetic nature of this psalm as it described the experiences that were to occur and that did occur when our Lord and our Savior died for our sins that we may be saved. May God bless you all.